And I'm Kaylee. We're two cousins living in Texas trying to go green. One in a small town, the other in the greenest city of Texas, Austin. We're doing this podcast because we're trying to live greener lifestyles than we currently are. And in doing so, we have realized just how much research it takes to figure it all out. So we'll do the homework in hopes to persuade you into making some sort of environmental lifestyle change with us. I mean, like if you want to or whatever, you know. You're listening to Degradable. All right, this is the second of the two-parter episode, The Three R's of Sustainability. We're focusing on recycling today, but before we do, let's briefly recap the other two R's. First R, reduce. Reduce your waste by lessening your carbon footprint. Watch your water and electricity usage. Avoid fast fashion. Drive less. Decrease your meat and dairy consumption and buy locally food and other products. And the second R is reuse. Reuse items you have in and around your house, office, car, anywhere. Items that you should invest in, if you haven't already, are reusable tote bags for shopping, all shopping, not just groceries, a reusable water bottle, preferably not a plastic one, unless you already have one, then use that one. Use refillable pens and markers and a steel blade for shaving. Turn leftovers into another meal or compost. When eating takeout, use the containers as Tupperware. Make napkins and rags from old clothes. Accept hand-me-downs, attend clothing swaps, or shop from thrift stores. And the third R, recycle. Recycling is tricky. A friend of mine, Sean, recently reminded me we had a recycling center here in Austin that closed a few years ago. I remember going to that recycling center and thinking, similar to what Kaylee's thoughts are on her experience of showing up to a recycling center and it no longer existed, because that's pretty much what happened to me. But now we do have curbside single-stream recycling pickup. So I'm kind of blessed in that aspect, although I'm aware that others live in areas that have no recycling options within 100 miles of their home, just like you, Kaylee. Mm-hmm. Are you going to take part of the recycling program with these women? I think I might. Really? Um, it's like $20, $23 a month. Cool. Which is not bad, especially for them having to drive it. I don't know how. I mean, I guess they're selling like the metals or something. I don't know. I haven't. I tried to contact them um, and I haven't heard back from them. So I guess I will let y'all know once I do. So for people that live in a situation like Kaylee, it's important to reduce your amount of waste and or reuse products by making something new from whatever waste product you have to meet your needs. I do want to let you know that all Austin residents pay a clean community fee that goes to a variety of services like our curbside recycling program to keep Austin clean. What I think is super cool is that we're all supplied with the recycling and trash bins. The trash bins come in a variety of sizes. The bigger the bin, the more expensive your utility bill. Ideally, this is a great initiative to keep landfill waste down, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, so it's important to remember that recycling in the United States is handled at the local level. Some cities are fined for failing to recycle their waste, just like in Seattle, and others are still just trying to figure it out like Austin, like your town, Kaylee. A huge problem is that 75% of the items we use daily are recyclable, but only 25% is actually recycled. This is due to a variety of issues like recycling contamination and recyclable items being misplaced in the bins. An unfortunate thing is the guys from the Senate Clinic sort of have a point when they look at us funny for caring about recycling. So why do it? There's a station. Jared and Nathan to the Senate Clinic. 
One of our listeners, Christina, asked us to talk about the myths of recycling facilities because some don't even truly recycle your shit. So what do you guys think about recycling facilities? Because I'm pretty sure it's safe to assume you'll agree with Christina. Yeah, recycling. Uh, just, just dig a different hole in the ground and put everything in that one. I feel like the pollution from recycling factories or means of recycling could even out the pollution of or the uh, detrimental effect of maybe just throwing away a recyclable item. Isn't there an island like the size of Texas made up of plastic bottles? Yeah. How, how did that True. get out there? I don't know. Uh, I think it's like a barge of trash. Yeah. I really think uh, focus and efforts need to shift more towards creating biodegradable materials or maybe replacements for high-use tools and parts that are typically non-recyclable. Stuff like to-go boxes, machine parts. The focus needs to shift from like an attitude of, well, what do we do now with it? And more towards being able to get more use out of items. Because they're just throwing that in the landfills anyways. And you're not going to trick me with recycling. And another thing, this whole soiled recyclables being no good. You mean to tell me there's a machine that can turn old glass into new glass but it falls apart when there's salt on the rim of the bottle it can turn cardboard into new cardboard but it blows up if there's parmesan and grease in the box i really honestly wondered that i call bull yeah i say figure it out i mean the new iphone has three cameras on it true it does okay. and we can't figure out a recycling machine that, that can have food in it that isn't stopped by crumbs sure i can speak on that only knowing that with paper products, they cannot be recycled if it has like leftover food products on it because it's going to soil the paper pulp that's being made from that machine. But I don't know about glass and plastics. And I want to say items that are recycled as glass, as plastic are created into other items. So they don't want to like clean off the leftover food particles that come with those. I understand what you're saying, Nathan, about there should be better technology, but also we should be already more aware of what we're even doing to recycle and how we're recycling. What do you think, Jared? Uh, it's, it's not something that I am 100% behind just because of the means of getting there. Um, doesn't really seem attainable at this point or, you know, like anything that we're doing right now is, is, is helping in the long run, you know, and then to me that kind of goes into you know, the market and, and us, you know, having to sell our trash at the end of the day to countries and things like that to keep the system going and to pay for the whole recycling program. You know, like it's supposed to be self-sustainable. You know, you're supposed to recover costs from those recycling things. And a lot of that doesn't happen because, yeah. yeah, the recycling companies that come pick your trash up, they don't really have a 100% obligation to actually recycle your trash. So Yeah, you're yeah. telling me they get a big <laughs> truckload full of recyclables and they don't just think, let's just throw this in the other hole, in the trash hole and not well, even go through it. What are the holes that you're talking about? I don't know. We just bury trash, right? Yeah. Landfills, potential sure. landfills. Yeah, and maybe yeah. that's why you know, we throw it in the ocean, right? anywhere yeah right that's where it all ends up regardless. A, yeah exactly so i'm just saying you think like do they really go through every single thing or does it get to a certain volume and they're just like we don't have the means to this it's going in the trash that's what's happening i right think that's now. probably true yeah that's exactly what's happening right, right now. so the systems that are set up in place there's no remedy for that what can we do as consumers to change that well the short of it is nothing 
That's not true. Recycle as best you can. If you throw, but then if, if you got pizza up, sauce on your saran wrap and it's in the recycle, like you almost got it. Also, saran wrap is not recyclable, right? No. It's plastic, right? It's single-use plastic. It's a film. Here at the Senate Clinic, convenience <laughs> will always outweigh sustainability. Sure. That's just the way it is. I'm not like, I'm not holding a candle against the wind. There's a bunch of candles behind me. Absolutely. <laughs> totally. I totally understand. So who's going to change that? The way that recycling is destroying our environment right now. A lot of things of are destroying our environment Sure. Right absolutely. I thought it was okay, too late. Whatever. It is. So is it, it is too late to y'all. Is no, it, it is scientifically too late. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, no. I'm pretty sure it's too late. Didn't we miss the the cutoff? I mean, I've What's just I've just been on this earth for 28 years. I'm just saying, 28. That's it. What's the uh, cutoff? So I don't know. Wasn't there a scientific like we have to make major adjustments really by X date? Who and we didn't? Who said that? Some scientists. No. It's, it's probably Elon. It's probably my dude, Elon Musk. No. Says a bunch of smart shit. No. You you don't like Elon? It's not Elon. No. <laughs> no one knows these scientists that are saying that, and those are other issues ah, no, at hand. No, I know who it was. It was uh, it was Bill Nye for sure. All right. I found out that recyclables are a commodity, which means people will pay for your recyclables, but we have to pay to throw away trash. Uh, okay. Because I guess nothing can come from trash. But people are like paying for those recyclables if they're like actually cleaned and don't have food waste and other on them and if they're actually good quality products and not just like you know the plastic wrapping from mcdonald's like food no from like frozen food stuff like that you know it's not thin plastic or single-use plastic it's reusable plastic plastic is very hard to recycle right because if there's food on all those micro particles that i'm hearing so much about now it's microplastics whatever same thing Mark, micro particles of plastics oh, in your face, Kaylee. Okay. My issue with all of the recycling, especially with plastic, is China did stop buying our plastics in the U.S. They put a huge ban out. I mean, China stopped buying a lot of our yeah. stuff right now, but that's... Uh... They've been buying plastics from all over the world, and they've been giving and sending back out those plastics to other countries, and other countries are jumping on the bandwagon with China. America, I don't know how, many, how much plastic waste we have, but we have a ton. Yeah, I'm sure it's yeah. quite a bit. And no one knows what to do with it. And we're not the only nation. China obviously has enough. Australia has a huge amount of plastic waste as well. And that's just one sort of waste. How about we find another planet and what? we dig a hole on that planet and throw all but the recyclables there? Let's put the trash on this, the moon. If China was taking all of this and making new products from it, why are we not doing that with our own? I agree why do we have that. to send it somewhere else for them to make it into something else to send it back to us? We don't have the labor. This is a total typical American narrative of like, we had the solution, we were having someone else do it for us, and now that they don't want to do it anymore, all of a sudden it's up to me to learn the difference between number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eights plastics. You and I, Nathan, we pay for recycling in our utilities. You could easily go to the city of Austin's website and look to see what is recyclable and what's not recyclable. So could every citizen of Austin, but people fail to do that because the consensus, in my opinion, is just, well, it's kind of just too much effort to look at the website. Yes. But also, if Austin is requiring y'all to pay in your utilities to use this service, should they not- pay blindly? No, should they not make the information more readily available to the people that are paying It is. We just got huge documents 
for the new compost printed program. Printed on paper? Printed on recyclable paper <laughs> with soy ink. Also, Jared, don't you pay? Yeah, we, Jared, we, have, we have big recycling bin. Um, yeah, you pay the same kind of thing. So, I remember. But I, I mean, I, I don't. Ours doesn't have like a sort thing. I just did. Uh, you have single stream recycling. So do we. I, I guess, yeah. If that's that means throw it all in one. Yeah. Yeah. I like Sounds that. Which, need to do that. Yeah. Also, when you have a single stream recycling, you have to be aware of what, what you need recycling. to do with those things. Also, yes. just like if you have a multi-stream one, you can crush your cans. But if you have a single stream, you you're not supposed to crush them. See, that's bullshit. Figure it out. Because it can you recognize it the cans more. For it. Recognize the cans. The, that's what it said. Three cameras on an iPhone can't recognize a crushed or big can. <laughs> so I'm going to continue to do my best. That's such a stupid I'm paying argument. for it to What's be worse? recycled. What's worse? What I'm doing or not recycling at all? Ooh. Yeah, what having the bin and just being like, nope, I'm not going to use it. If you We're don't, doing the best we can, know, Haley. If you don't recycle oh properly, God. again, it goes back to what you were saying earlier. That waste... That recycled waste that you've created, if you're not cleaning off the plastic or the aluminum or whatever the f it's going straight into the landfill anyway. So it was pointless. It was a completely pointless effort of what you tried to put into by thinking it's all just going to be recycled anyway. Mm. But tying into Nathan's point, like um, China, you know, them them controlling what they control, you know, I mean, it, it does give them power, but it's also, you know, it's our fault. We are outsourcing all of that. Um, you know, to other countries, you know, so we, we do need to bring some of that stuff back. I mean, if we can get some of the, I guess, more uh, technologies and, and man, you know, um, labor, I guess, back in America to be able to do those things and not have to outsource so much. Why do we have to be the ones responsible for removing the debris in a can? Because who else is going to? I don't know. The giant recycling plant. But it's so much. It's so much waste. In high school, I actually volunteered with our recycling program because they implemented it. Being a part of that program was literally digging gum out of water bottles because no one else was going to do it. Yeah, there are a lot of jobs that no one else. Child wants to labor, do. everyone. Get but the kids to do it. But like, if the people didn't spit their gum out in the water bottles, I wouldn't even have to do that. If everything was already rinsed. Would you rather like them spit the gum on the ground? Our friend Alex agrees. He says, I think the consensus is that recycling is no longer a viable thing and it's just a facade to make people feel like they're doing good, which I assume is pretty much what Jared and Nathan feel from Indeed. the Senate Clinic. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's viable to a certain extent, but the current process and the current systems in place, it's yeah, it's not long. Yeah, the, the longevity is, is not viable. That's already been proven. It's not sustainable. Kaylee, what do you think about recycling? She wants to light it all like on we fire. Know. Definitely not. Burning Man, Austin. I think that it's a flawed system, but I don't know what we can do to change the system, but I think that that's what needs to happen. I'm not going to stop recycling just because it is a flawed system, though. But also, like, we should start using our own plastics to make things. Yeah. Yeah, what, back to what Alex like was saying. Definitely, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, if you're just doing the best you can... It is really just making people feel like they're doing good because the best we can obviously isn't working. Okay, so let's start off easy. Glass. First, make sure if there's a metal cap, it stays separate from the glass itself when placed in recycling. 
Most curbside pickup and recycling centers accept different glass colors and types mixed together, but it must be whole. Broken glass and broken light bulbs should be disposed of properly as these items risk injury to collection workers. Mm-hmm. Lastly, make sure the glass is rinsed clean of food debris. Yes, that's very true. Good point. These items, glass, plastic, paper, must be clean of food debris. If food remains on your recyclables, it can contaminate the recycling process. What happens after your recycle is all these recyclables are sorted out and mixed together with other items. The oil from the foods does not mix with these recyclables. For example, paper products, the oil from the food floats to the top of the paper pulp slurry and contaminates the entire batch, building it unusable and ultimately landfill material. So paper should be free of food debris and dry. Wet paper can be composted. Non-foil wrapping paper is recyclable, but try to reuse tissue paper in gift bags. Glossy paper, newspaper, magazines, junk mail, and even the envelopes with a clear window are recyclable. Do not recycle receipts. This is made from thermal paper containing BPA, so just ask for an electronic copy when possible. That's a mistake I made very often until recently. Yeah, I, I mean, I knew that it was thermal paper, but I definitely would not have known that you couldn't recycle it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I'm like, it's paper. I didn't know that there was anything in it, but I mean, I guess it makes sense because it's thermal. Right. Duh. You do have to be careful of contaminants with your paper, though. Shredded paper and anything else smaller than a regular size post-it note should not be recycled. This can cause a jam in the sorting machines. Also, if the colored paper you're recycling doesn't have a white center, then you cannot recycle it. It will cause the paper pulp to turn a different color. If it does have a white center, then the paper isn't dyed all the way through, making it recyclable. Also, so whenever you say make sure the paper has a white center, what does that mean? It's like literally a white center in your paper, in the middle of your paper. Ah. So you're going to need to look at the side of the paper. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Just to be clear yeah. for everyone. Yeah. Because honestly... At first, I was like, so the middle of my paper needs to be white? <laughs> like, the background color needs right. to be white? Yeah. I don't understand. So, yeah. Look at it from the side. The inside of the paper needs to be white. Yes. Yeah. Also, do not try to recycle disposable cups. They are made of polyurethane to make cups handle the liquids in them. Most waste management facilities treat these cups as trash. Some don't. So, do check with your recycling center. Ah. So bring in your own reusable cups from home. Some places have incentives for bringing in your own cup. All right, so let's talk about pizza boxes. In New York, pizza boxes are recyclable if a large amount of grease does not seep through and there are only a small amount of crumbs. Regardless, a good rule of thumb is to toss the bottom of the box where the pizza lies, tear off the top and recycle that part, And I mean, if you want to get crazy, I guess you can take off the sides. Other items that are recyclable are cardboard boxes, toilet paper, and paper towel rolls. Paper towels can be composted. Aluminum cans and foil can be recycled. If you are recycling to a multi-stream system, meaning everything is separated into different bins, then it's okay to crush them. But if it's a single stream system, it's easier for the machine to sort out non-crushed cans. Aluminum foil and food containers should be rinsed and formed into a ball. All right. Now, for the most confusing of the basic recyclables, plastic. Yeah. Almost anything with a triangle on it can be recycled. Plastic bottles can be recycled. However, most of the time, the caps cannot. 
check the number on the cap and check that your recycling service will accept that number plastic. If they don't, be sure to rinse the bottle out and separate it from the cap before you recycle. Various types of plastic food containers can be recycled as long as they're rinsed. However, yogurt cups, vegetable oil bottles, butter tubs need extra cleaning if they have that recyclable triangle working on it. I would think that laundry detergent also would, right? I would assume. Let's just assume. But do your research because recycling centers are at the local level, so they change from city to city. True. Plastic bags or to-go baggies are not recyclable in many waste management recycling services. Plastic bags must be recycled separately with other alike items, like when recycling batteries or styrofoam, which I did not know you could do. They have their own bins and do not belong in streamlined recycling. Ziploc bags just aren't recyclable at all. These are huge contributors to microplastics and can even create plugs in the machinery used at recycling centers. Other faux recyclables are soft plastics like food packaging and candy wrappers. These items do not belong in recycling. That's right. But with your plastic bags, like your shopping bags, usually there are certain stores that will take them back. Like I know that Target will, they have a bin in the front of the store that you can bring their shopping bags back. And I think Lowe's does too. Mm -hmm. Maybe some H-E-B. So just check and see. (laughs) Does Walmart? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I don't want to go there. So. so anyway. So just look at the front of the store and see if you can bring your plastic bags there. Yeah. Or call ahead. I'm sure they'll... They might not answer the phone. <laughs> so your best bet with plastics is if it doesn't have the recycling triangle, then it goes to the landfill. Another good rule of thumb is if whatever you're trying to recycle, paper, glass, plastic, aluminum, if it crumbles in your hand, most likely not recyclable. Because it's too small and has potential to cause a plug in the machinery. So let's do a quick recap. Step one, reduce. Step two, reuse. Step three, recycle. You know, I never would have thought about the three R's of sustainability as a step process until you and I started discussing this a few months ago. (laughs) Yeah, and it's important and it's a good guideline for trying to be more conscious about our environmental impact. There's another R though, refuse which we talked about in the last episode briefly. Refuse plastic bags, free pens, plastic water bottles, straws, napkins, and anything else that you don't actually need or that you won't use. Mm -hmm. But did you know that there are actually six R's? Reinvent slash rethink, same thing, our current lifestyles. Refuse products if you don't need it. Reduce the amount of material and energy used during a product's life cycle. Reuse an existing product and repurpose it. Recycle the existing product to become a new one and repair a product. All right, so our next episode is about coming out as green. Whether it's to your significant other, friends, or family. What are the struggles you've had as far as owning your environmentalism? Right, so we'll share your stories here from the Senate Clinic and get some insight from you on degradables coming out as green. 